The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. So, hi, Hannah. Hi. I'm so excited. So, I just happen to be in LA again, and I'm we're in a studio again recording this episode. But it's really cool because Hannah doesn't know anything about this episode, right? Like, well, yes. So, this is like a different. We're doing something different. We're kind of going back to our roots. If you're an OG listener, yes. Our first episode was an episode that you did some investigation work on. Yeah. We kind of worked on the case. Yes. We're doing that again. Yeah. So this one is really fun. And I I need you guys to know, just like full disclosure, I want to investigate all of your cases and go nuts and just use my resources. But I have to be very careful and make sure that I'm using my license appropriately. And I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. And I want to make sure that I'm following all the laws. And so it's not just as easy as me all willy nilly pulling up the Google machine and all my resources and just finding stuff out. Like I have to do it by the book, by the law, because that's just I, that's just how I function. Right. But it's important for me to maintain that the integrity of my license. So that's why I can't just go all willy nilly. We love you. But this is one of those cases where I was able to use my resources and get some information. So so it's gonna work. This episode we're gonna hear from the victim, the dogfish victim. Yes. And then you're gonna do the investigation and then we'll come back and then we're going to come back with some answers or lack thereof i don't know Uh, we'll see well but this is like so you guys this is the case that started it all this is the case that uh, molly our producer like she was it was her this is her brainchild and she's like we need to do like a whole series of this and that's how dating detectives was born was from this this case this story so i'm so grateful that this person came on because they obviously created a movement and that is not a good thing we hate that this happened to them but good things can come out of terrible dogfish stories yes so let's get into it let's hear the story and then and then you're gonna crack it <laughs> and then let's see what i can come up with are oh you my ready God. i know i'm on the edge of my seat i want to know everything okay <laughs> let's go let's do it let's do it Okay, hi! Our guest is here. This is Erica, fake name Erica. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like this podcast has been so great to listen to because I went through this and then getting to hear all these women's stories and just being able to feel not so alone in this experience has been awesome. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys and thank you. Give for, you the 411 on everything. You've been like an OG. Yeah. Supporter. <laughs> well, thank yes. you for sharing because I, I know it must be so like it's such a vulnerable thing already. Right. Mm. So I'm so interested in hearing the whole story from beginning to end directly from the source. Yes. The so original dog. Get into it. So take it away. So tell us yeah. from the beginning. G- give us the details. Yeah, I will start with kind of 
my state of mind in this time like how and obviously anyone can be in any state of mind for this to happen to them right but I think it's really important to know that I was 23 I had just ended my first ever relationship with a man who was 15 years older than me and Mm. it was definitely like a very vulnerable time for me And so I met Simon on Bumble, just normal way to meet somebody. Bumble is like a dating app, right? For those of us who aren't. (laughs) It's the one where you have to message first. Yeah. So the woman message first. Oh, okay. And then if you're queer, like anybody can message first. Yeah. So I messaged him because he extended his time on me. So you can like only have 24 hours to message. Already love bombing. No, yeah, I'm just no. <laughs> what does that mean? He extended his time. So that means like he paid money to make sure that I could like talk to him for oh. like I could message him. It would okay. expire if yeah. she didn't reach out. So he was like, yo, I really want you to reach out to mm-hmm. me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. So I was like, I like that. So then I well, messaged yeah, him. That makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. And I hadn't really like been dating anyone. So I was like, let's just like try this out. We start Instagram DMing. And actually at first we're texting and it's like normal. And I'm like, cool, there's no, you know, nothing weird here. But then it's like, it goes over into Instagram DMing. And that's how we communicate. So then that's how we started our date. That's like how we started talking. And then his whole excuse for that was because he had bad service at his house. So, Wait, so that's why he wasn't texting anymore? That's why he yeah. wanted to move to Instagram? Yeah. Did he have so, an iPhone? No. Okay. Yeah. So at what point do you move it from like the dating app mm-hmm. over to the Instagram? Like, is that something that just normally happens or? Yeah. Like, I think I asked for his number. He asked for my number oh, or something. Okay. So then we did start texting. And then he was like, I have bad service. Can we Instagram DM? Okay. So that's like how... Possibly red flag. Right. So that's just how we started. And so we communicated on Instagram DM and then that just became how we communicated the entire relationship. Wait, the, like the rest of the time? Yes. Like there was no texting after that? No texting. What? That was all Weird. the only way he communicated with me. Yeah. That makes me and, think. And he said it was because he did. He said it was because he didn't have service at his house. At first. Yes. And then it just. Well, I get. OK, so that kind of makes sense. Like once you're chatting on some like platform, mm-hmm. why not just. Stand, OK. Yeah. And I benefit of the doubt. It. Benefit of the doubt. Okay. Exactly. But also it's like him it, making it so that you won't text him. Like, why does. Ooh. Is there someone he doesn't want to see the text exactly. coming in? We will see. Yeah. So I just thought it was normal because I didn't like see the green texts on my phone. That's such a thing. So I was like, it's fine. If you have an iPhone, she's talking about, if you have an iPhone, the messages come through blue. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're texting someone with an Android, they come in green. And that can be really can annoying. Because an then you know they don't have an iPhone. And so yeah. you know the message is going to It's just not cute. It's just, it's just a thing. <laughs> if you have an Android, we still love you. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> okay. My husband still does. I don't get it. Okay. Well, for him. But yeah, so we go on our first date and it's at first I'm like, okay, I don't know if I really like this guy. I'm kind of just having fun and he is not really like, he doesn't seem too interested at first. And so I was like, okay, I guess this date isn't going like amazing. Did you think he looked okay? Like, did you, were you attracted to him physically? I was attracted to him. He was very tall and like broad. And we first met at his house, which looking back now, 
obviously. <laughs> Not a great idea. But what was the house like? It's so he has like a front house and then there's like a back house and that's where like his room was. So then he like takes me to the like back house area. Wait, before your even first date? Literally when we first met. This is when we first met. This is like our first moment together. Okay, never go to the second location and never go to the serial killer basement back house. Go ahead. No, no. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't do what I did. And so we go. Or the houseboat. Or the houseboat like Hannah did. Oh my God. We both live to tell the tale. Oh yeah. Thank God we're here today. Thank God. (laughs) But we go to his back house and it's like kind of a mess. He's like, I just moved out of my ex's place. Like we moved, like I moved, this is my dad's house, but like I own this house. So it's really like my house. So so he owns it, but he's living in the back toy house. And his okay. dad lives in and the And his dad lives know? in the front. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. what he told me. All right. So that's like, that's my background on him. I'm like, okay, that's like, cool, whatever. We'll go get drinks. It's fine. Anyways, we're at drinks. It's like a whatever day we get back. And then we hook up because <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, you're in it. <laughs> it sounds like if you're getting out of a relationship. When I'm dating after a breakup, I'm so much more forgiving of red flags. Not because I'm forgiving of them. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't expect it to turn into anything serious. Yes. So I'm like, okay, they're messy. Ignore it. Just go get your drink and yes. make out. because. We like making out. That's That's like exactly my whole mindset because I didn't really feel like he liked me. I didn't feel like I liked him. So I was like, well, just like hook up. You're hot. Like, and then I'll go and then cool. Fun date, whatever. After that, it was like everything changed with him. He was obsessed with me. Like he would just be like, you're so beautiful. I want to have your babies. This is our first date. This is our first date. Oh, wow. Did you say how old he was? He was only like five years older than me. Okay, but still older. Yeah, but still older. And so then like he kind of just starts telling me all this information about himself and his background when we're this is like post hookup when he's feeling, you know, obsessed with me. So did you did you think that after you guys hooked up that he because you said at first you didn't he didn't feel it didn't seem like he was that into you. But then did he seem more into you after you hooked up? Yes. Okay. And I was like, okay, good for me. Yeah, I was like, I'll take the compliment. Like, like, thanks. And of course, like I'm vulnerable. It's after a breakup. I'm like loving this attention. So it's awesome. But yeah, then he starts just telling me like he wants to have babies with me, all this stuff. And then he's like in like, are you like, like in bed. It's like pillow talk. Yeah, it's like pillow talk. He's like, what are the names of our kids? Yes, okay. literally. <laughs> so he's talking about babies. And then he goes, look, I can show you like I can make like really cute babies. Oh, what? And then he shows me a picture of these like two blonde little kids. And he's like, these are my kids. And I'm like, what? You're like, that was not on your Bumble. <laughs> no, no, it was not on his Bumble. Like you're during pillow talk, he's bringing up. Okay. First date, first um, date and everything. Okay. So he's like, yeah, like I'm separated from their mom. And like we met in Oregon when I went to school there at Portland State. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I don't really you're care. Like, I just I'm met just kind of trying to find my shirt. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I'm ready for this walk of shame. Yeah, no, I was wrap this up. I was like, this is entertaining. I really was in that mindset of like, this is kind of silly and didn't really think too much of it at the time. And I will also say this place that he was living in was kind of crazy because he also was growing weed in a huge greenhouse inside of this like 
room, back what? room. What? Yes. Inside? So hold on. So he owns this home. He's, he says he owns He it. says he owns the home. Mm-hmm. He's living in the back alley house or whatever it is. Like a and pool there's a house greenhouse. Kind of yeah, kind of. There's a, a greenhouse <laughs> inside of it. Yes, like a whole a whole ordeal. Like was it like a commercial amount of like weed or like It was like a large amount. Like it was a large it amount. It was a large amount. And okay. then he had a whole out when I learned later when I had when I had been over there more cuz you know not to spoil it, but like I kept seeing him. <laughs> but yeah, then he had like an outdoor part too. So it was a whole production oh. of marijuana. And he's, was he selling this? Yeah. So okay. that's what I learned later on too, that he was selling it. He, you know, sent me home with some. And so I was like, great. A goodie bag. I got a hookup. I got free weed. I was told <laughs> I'm really beautiful. Like I'm thinking this is just silly and it's fine. Just a Tuesday in LA. Now is he, mm-hmm. now, That's what we have planned for you tomorrow. Wait, so, but, I, but, <laughs> exactly. but we, marijuana is legal in yes. LA, right? Can you grow it? So that's what's also weird is like, okay, well, it's legal here. Why are you illegally growing it? Oh, he so was you definitely can't illegally. legally grow. Okay. Yeah. So, so like you would need permits. You would need land. Like I'm sure there's way more that goes into growing weed yeah. legally than there is illegally. So he's obviously. not just smoking it. Like he's legit doing it. He didn't even smoke it. No, like he was what? straight up just doing it for business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And also I will say I what he told me he did for work is he was like some like coder for Google. Something on the computer for Google. I'm sorry, a coder for Google, and he's living in the back house of a house that he owns that his dad lives growing in. Weed and growing fun. weed for funsies. Exactly. Okay. All right. Supplementing his income with. Okay. But see, I'm the putting weed. myself in the like the position that you were in, and I'd be like, oh, he's a genius coder. He's yeah. messy. I'm like, <laughs> he's really smart. He, with he's his the type who's just on his computer yes. all the time. Like, there's ways that you can go. Hindsight's 2020. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see him coding? I saw him on the computer one time and he had like a lot of monitors and it looked like a lot of stuff on the screen that okay. I didn't understand. So, so yeah. I mean, so I mean, we pedof- could, pedophiles do that too. It's fine. Yeah, we 100%. could download some fun video games and make them look like that's totally. <laughs> totally. So that, that could be very sketchy. Like v- yeah. it could be very questionable. Yeah. Also in this room, now I'm, now I'm going to really fully describe this place to you because it's actually kind of insane. Oh, God. So he has like a lofted bed. And so like a child, like, like a, a bunk bed, <laughs> kind of like a child. My son is nine. He he just ha- like he has- have to take a ladder to climb up there. And oh, like- <laughs> boy. That sounds like a child's dream. OK, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So so he has that situation next to him, like the bedside. It's like. Just like a platform that, like, and then a mattress is on it. Yeah. It's not comfortable. It's not like it looks like he kind of built it himself, honestly. Oh, this is his bed. This is his bed. Okay. And then next to the bed is like a holster for a gun. Like a gun is right there next to Right me. next to it. Yeah. After we do the deed, I'm like, oh, there's been a gun next to me this entire time. What kind of gun? I asked this question not knowing anything about guns, but like, I imagine Mackenzie like will help me. Like a handheld pistol okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. So, and- like a pistol. So that's not, so it, did that like concern you somehow? Or? It definitely was 
I don't like guns. I don't love that really. it's like so out in the open. Yeah, feels like. Well, if you're, I'm. So, I get it for self defense, but wouldn't you want to yeah. put it a, like in a drawer? At like least? in a drawer next to your bed. So, well, right. It's, so th- I think that depends on how you're trained with the weapons. But that well, makes right. sense. It's preference. But when you have someone over, maybe like make them aware. Yeah, he, you just don't for know safety him. reasons or right. whatever. And I like that you say like. I'd be so scared. For, like, if you're properly trained, like, it depends on how you have the gun. Well, right. then he backs, when I ask about the gun, he backs it up with, well, I was in the Marines. And so I, like, can handle a gun. I was a sniper, is what he told me. Okay. And I Wait, was like, okay. The other thing about having a gun out like that when you bring, he doesn't know you either. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels unsafe to have a stranger come in and have a gun right there. Like, you don't know what anybody, I just... Yeah. No, it it's anybody. It's who's, irresponsible. It's irresponsible. And it as a responsible, as trained, a responsible, trained gun owner, I can tell you that it is normal, at least where I live. Mm. And maybe it's geographical. In LA, yeah. In LA, <laughs> right. that in LA it's different, but would it, raise a brow. Yeah. But in where it, as long as it's legal, you're properly trained, it's cared for, it's stored properly, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. But if I'm bringing a stranger into my home, I'm not going to have guns out all willy nilly that they can just shoot me with. Right. It's not the thing. And at least like tell me. That yeah. The gun is like there. That's, I, I feel like that, that would be a courtesy. Yes. Totally. Like, hey, I just want you to know there's like weapons in the house. Like this is where they are I just, or w- something. Okay. Make sure, yeah, you know, you're comfortable. Like anything. So yeah. he says he's a Marine. He says he's a Marine. And okay, benefit of the doubt. Right. Again, I'm like, okay, Makes you, sense. you're older. You And like you probably started this when you were 18. So it makes sense that you would have had all this these lives by now. But then he also was saying he went to like three different colleges. He was wearing a UCLA sweatshirt. So I was like, and so he told me he went to UCLA and was a TA there. So so you have to like go there for a while and also. Right. Okay. And he studied like computer science. Yes. Or something. And then he met his baby mama in Oregon when he went to school, either like Portland State or University of Portland, one of those. And because I was like, oh, I'm from like Oregon. And he's like, Okay. Like, didn't want to, like, ask more about that. Oh, that's weird, too. Yes. So weird. And I remember, like, telling my friends this after the first date. And they're like, sounds like a weirdo. Like, because I was like, yeah. Like, you're like, what a crazy story. What a crazy story. Exactly. So I leave the date being like, this is just going to be a crazy story. Truly. So I get home. And he calls me when I get home. And I'm like, hi, like, stranger, man. And he's like, I just want to make sure you're like you're home safe and everything's good. And I was like, Well, that's so nice that's that he nice. would ask. Yeah, like, like if that I got sounds, home safe. That sounds nice and polite. Right. And so of course I I went through a range of emotions from this first date of like he didn't really like me to like then he was obsessed with me to then, then he, he had was, a gun. Then he had a gun and then he was checking in on me. So I was like all over the place with how I felt. But I was like, honestly, if he wants to see me again, like this could be kind of fun. And the sex was good. So I was like, let's do it. (laughs) So, yeah. And then I ended up seeing him again. And we Instagram DM'd again to communicate. Sure. And we just kept seeing each other. And I kind of kept more and more as I hung out with him, kept kind of buying all of the like love bombing that he was giving me. Can you give some examples? Yeah. Like the, the whole just being so 
just thinking I'm literally the most beautiful person in the entire world. Like just literally just talking about my look. And I have been insecure about my looks like my whole life. And so I think that just really like did it for me was yeah. being told I was just like a model and I was so beautiful. Oh, I think so many women can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that just like constant validation was so I ate it up. It was like addicting for me. Do you think looking back on it, do you think he knew like do you think he knew what he was doing? Like, I think so. I think that definitely, like, if I was the person I am now, like, a lot more confident in myself, I would have, like, caught that bullshit way quicker. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, in his defense, you are gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's a fine line because obviously, like, I want men to tell like, me I'm beautiful. Like, he's not wrong. They better compliment us. But it's, like, funny how it's a, it's a really hard line when it's, the yeah. normal and then but we just talked a about in an earlier episode how too much love bombing can really like make it seem not real like it's not real anymore like now it's like okay you're trying too hard mm-hmm. so the love bombing was obviously kind of a red flag but you mm-hmm. liked it I did and, and that's really nice where I was at also was I had just finished this relationship with a guy who would text me like once a week and like we would see each other once a week and it was very like unemotional and like I liked him so much and he didn't really give me much and I was constantly like needing more validation and then I meet this guy who is the complete opposite and is like I'm obsessed with you I want to be with you that must have felt so good in that moment it was awesome and it was exactly what I was wanting you also probably got out of that relationship not thinking you deserved that kind of thing so then you're like if any red flag comes up you're like maybe I'm just being insecure and this is what I deserve totally it's so hard yeah my whole frame of reference my whole context to what a relationship was supposed to be was all out of whack because of this first relationship I had and so yeah I was just going into it really just enjoying the attention and eating it up. Of course. And as we got to know each other more, I kind of realized that I didn't like him, but (laughs) I also was just having a good time. And by our fourth date, he's constantly trying to get me to commit to him. Within our second and third date, he is like, why don't we just call ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend? Why? Like he wants you to be his girlfriend. Yeah, it sounds he, wants, like he, wanted, he wants the title. He yes. wanted you to be like pregnant yesterday. <laughs> literally, he was like, what? This down. No, literally, he was like, I like want to have babies with you and have a family with you. Like he was like ready to like take me and like make me a mom. And you're wow, like, oh, it's okay. been five minutes, sir. Let's wait until at least an hour goes by. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, you're silly. Like stop that. Like I just didn't understand that he was being serious and like yeah because it was so outrageous and so by our fourth date he told me he had hooked up with another girl what yeah the what wait so he's like will you be my girlfriend also i'm sleeping with other people yeah because that's a mind game i was like i would like like us to not like see other people if we're like having this much sex i just think safety wise yeah it would be good yeah. And also, you seem pretty obsessed with me. So, like, I don't know why you would want to see anybody else. That's weird. So then he did tell me he hooked up with another girl. And so then I was like, in my vulnerable, kind of insecure state, was like, well, then let's be boyfriend and girlfriend then. If- <gasps> Do you think that that's probably what he wanted? A hundred percent. 
He wanted to make you, yeah. He yeah. wanted to make me jealous. He wanted to make me like want him to be mine by just saying like other girls wanted him too. And so you, and you walked right into it. And I, you were like, yep, that's what we're doing. Absolutely. And also this whole conversation happened after a whole beach day after just being like loved up on the beach and being cute. And then we were going to this romantic dinner, just like pulling out all the stops for me on this day is yeah. what he was doing. This was our fourth date, I will also say nah. again. <laughs> so you became boyfriend and girlfriend. You have this romantic situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does that date end well? The date ends fine. I go back to his place. I stay up all night thinking about this decision. I think I knew my intuition. Your deep down, femme tuition. My femme tuition. <laughs> I think I knew deep down this was a mistake. And I realized I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But when morning came around, he's all lovey and sweet. And literally, he bought me brownies and cookies that oh. night and delivered them to my apartment. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have a boyfriend who buys me things and tells me I'm beautiful and takes me to the What did I say this morning? (laughs) You said, you guys said, what do you need from us? And I'm like, just feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It was so easy for me back then to like, just have that any, any kind of attention like that. I was like, I'll take all of it. Yeah. And so it feels so good. It's like a drug. Like it's hard to Mm -hmm. put it away. And you know, my friends would bring up the red flags and I would be like, you just don't like him. Like I would be defensive about it because I was finally getting what I had always wanted. And I kind of wasn't seeing it clearly, but my friends could see it. But also we get defensive when we know we're doing something dumb. (laughs) Wait, that's such a real thing. I actually, somebody says whenever I'm defensive about something or whenever anyone's defensive about something, it's a good sign to like look inward and like Mm. see why you feel the need. Because if you're confident about something, then you don't feel the need to defend it. Mm -hmm. When I heard that, I was like, whoa, mind blown. Mm -hmm. It's true. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I, we just continue dating. He, you know, he meets my friends one night. And I more and more as he's like becoming more involved in my life, I catch more feelings for him because I just think like you're spending all this time with this person. And I definitely was not fully always listening to him. And (laughs) (laughs) even in the healthiest of healthiest hetero relationships, I think that's the case. You can ask my husband. He'll tell you I never listen. It's true. And so I definitely fully wasn't like getting the picture on who this man was because I was just kind of in this like love blind state of like just like giddiness and like love bombiness. So many women are going to relate to this. Yeah, that's why your guys' podcast, I just every episode, I'm like, oh my God, You're there's like, it's another like, one. It's almost like I inspired this. <laughs> it's like they thought about this. <laughs> Thank God I'm not alone. But yeah, it, it was it was intense. And it kind of, what happened was, is as we're talking just on DMs and my friends get a little more like curious about this man because it's getting more serious, right? And I'm in, you know, la da state, so I'm not doing my research on of him. Of course. And they're like, I can't find him on any social media. I can't find this man anywhere. 
And I'm like, what do you guys mean? Like, he has an Instagram. We Instagram DM. That's all we do together. Wait, real quick. What does his Instagram look like? Like, yeah, is he, he up to date with it? Does he have a lot of followers? Like, what's his... Is what's he the vibe? What's the aesthetic? It? So... So his Instagram like seemed pretty normal because he was posting and everything. But also his like his at his username was not his name. And his name was nowhere to be found like in his bio oh. or anything. Wait, what do you mean his Instagram was? Like it was like, like how Freedom Barbie isn't your name. But you have yeah. like Mackenzie in like your in little my bio. bio. Yeah. So he had like nothing that said his name anywhere. And so that okay. definitely was weird. And yeah. I... I understood why my friends were like, this is strange. But I think it would have been different if he had something on something else somewhere else. Yeah. The no fact LinkedIn, that he had no nothing, only nothing. Instagram, it never showed his name and no other social. Like they checked Facebook and they checked like TikTok, like all the things and mm-hmm. they couldn't find him. And also mm-hmm. if he's like in the Marines and it works for Google. Yeah. I would feel like there'd be some kind of documentation. Like, yeah. These were all the questions. My You're like this. Had. Yes. Yeah, on top of social media not being able to find anything, it's not like he also had any presence just online in general. At all? At all. So you know how, like, like I think if I search my name, my Pinterest comes up. Yes. It's just, like, any kind of thing. But for him, it was, like, nothing from those schools that he said he went to. Graduation announcement. No graduation. He was in the Marines, you would think there'd be something about that. Nothing like that. Yearbook nothing stuff. Nothing employment. Nothing about his team, kids nothing. anywhere. You would think like, oh, he's a dad. He would want to maybe post his kids somewhere or like talk about his family. None of that. You couldn't find a baby mama, children, nothing. No, no he schools. showed me just those like two photos and that was kind of it. That's what? all I had. Have you ever read a sexy book like a little bit of smut a little fantasy where you're like ooh, I feel I feel excited reading this and like maybe you don't I don't know you know what I mean that feel like the 50 shades of gray vibe I feel like we're all listening to the dating detectives we're all similar we get each other we probably love that stuff well I want to tell you about one of our very sexy sponsors called Dipsy which is basically a smut audiobook but so much more. So Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories, and they're designed by women, primarily for women. So they bring scenarios to life with like immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, and you can really get into a romance story in any way that you want. They have so many options, such a a big library where you can, you know, choose if it's a British guy and two girls or just uh, you alone, like whatever scenario you want. You want to be on the beach. You want to be in a cabin. You want to be reconnecting with an ex. You want to be, you you have imaginations. We've all, we've all had our fun, fun times. So they also have a growing number of fantasy series. If you're into that, some fantasy books out there are really amazing. So get deeper with some vampires, some Greek gods, some fairy smut to explore all of that um, realm of pleasure. And don't knock it till you try it. So they also release content every week. You're always going to have something new and exciting to get into. And I really love their sleep stories and they have like wellness sessions. They have ambiance. If you're one of those people that has to listen to the rain falling on the roof to fall asleep, it's even, I think it's so cool that you can listen to a story, connect to a story, and then they have ambiance 
hacks for falling asleep that relate to the story. So it's like, oh, I just hooked up with this cute doctor and now I can listen to the rain falling on the roof of his New York apartment. Like it's so immersive and I love it. So it can really be the go-to place to spice up your me time. And we're all about feeling our best, being empowered, loving ourselves. And sex is part of health and sexual wellness and exploring our own self is part of being our best selves in relationships and on our own. So Dipsy really makes that easy in like a healthy, cool, empowering way. And it's audio. It is audio only stories. And 90% of women get in the mood by like creating a story and an imagery around that in our heads. So it's meant for that. So for listeners of our show, you can get, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial, totally free, when you go to dipsystories.com slash TDD. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash TDD. Dipsystories.com slash TDD. That was me trying to have a sexy voice, but don't worry, I'm not the one recording them on Dipsy. On top of that, things were not going so swimmingly like in our relationship. We had been dating for approximately like a couple weeks at this point. And my parents are, came in town. And so I decided to go to dinner with them like a normal child of my parents coming to town. Sounds <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Sounds yeah. legit. And so me and my friend are at dinner and me and my boyfriend, Simon, <laughs> We <laughs> that's not his real name, says. you guys. Sorry, Simon <laughs> was a great it, name. <laughs> making it so obvious, Simon. <laughs> he. We want to make sure everybody stays anonymous and safe. That's the goal of the dating detective. Yes. Fucking Simon. Go ahead. Yeah. Fucking Simon. <laughs> so I'm at dinner with my parents. I tell Simon that we can meet up after my dinner, and I'm like. I'll probably just go to you. Like we lived pretty far from each other. We lived on like complete different sides That's of the city. That's a long city. distance relish. So anyways, I'm at dinner with my parents and yeah, we make this plan to meet up after. I get like a little drunk at this dinner because my parents like love wine. And so <laughs> they're like giving me glasses of wine. Aww. And so I like get home from this dinner. I'm like, hey, do you mind like coming to mine? And he just gets pissed what? at me. Pissed at me. He's like, I can't believe like we had plans and like you just want to change them. And I'm like, well, like I'm drunk and I can't drive. Like, I guess I could Uber. And he's like, no, like, no, I, you said you were going to be here. Like, why aren't you following through? Very With, possessive. Very like he couldn't handle like when I would want to change the plan or he didn't like when I would just like not want to see him. Honestly, he didn't like that. If I said no to hanging out, that would make him mad. And he'd be like, why? What? Why? I'd be like, because I need to be alone because I'm a human. Yeah. We're not supposed to be together 24-7. And so, yeah, he got really mad at me. And we ended up, like, having a little bit of an argument. So then a couple days later, I go over there and he's like, what are we even fighting about? Like, completely flips the switch. Okay. And is like everything's fine. Like, I don't even know what we're fighting about. Like, you're so beautiful. Again, the whole love bombing thing again and just back to normal. So it's like, a, it's just- How did you respond? Were you like, all right, bet. Like, it's fine. We're over it now. Or did you, what did you do? I honestly, I liked the drama a little bit. Yeah. I definitely was kind of eating it up. And I was like, oh, this guy is- 
Yeah, you have your little exactly. Story. Who do you like, think you are, Simon? Boyfriend, like just my boyfriend being stupid. Yeah, exactly. That's like exactly the whole thing of how I felt. But yeah, looking back now, I'm like, okay, well, that was a huge red flag for him to not be okay with me saying no to him. Yeah, like the phrase, huge. the phrasing of um, what are we even fighting about <laughs> with a fight that he started mm-hmm. is so telling to me, which I've never thought about. But I'll also tell you that's probably something I've said to my husband 7,211 <laughs> well, times. That's, but there's a good reason because it works. It's almost like shifting. It's not explicitly saying like you started the fight. It's not like outright gaslighting, but it is yeah. kind of shifting the blame away from But this is also a relationship said. that we're like three weeks into, four yes. weeks into. Yeah. Yes. Very different. Very my husband different. married me. He knew what he was getting into. Yes. <laughs> hundred percent yeah like we are it's fresh and i'm at dinner with my parents of all yeah. people like he it, should be like, like let's how are down. your parents did you have a lovely time yeah right that would be the normal he was not reaction so yeah after this fight and then after this whole i can't find him on social media thing I'm getting a little weirded out, but I'm also, again, getting more into him. At but the were same you getting time. annoyed with your friends? Like, what do they know? Was there ever a point where you were like, they're being annoying? A hundred percent. Yeah. I like I had friends in relationships at the time and I was like, well, like, who how can you say that? Like, you're in a relationship. Like, you guys you, yeah, what do you know? Yeah, yeah. you know that yeah. like it's like this is just how it's it easy is. for you to say easy for you to say like mm-hmm. and also like my relationship's different like. I definitely was kind of like me and him against the world. And I think yeah. that's exactly how he that's wanted so common. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he definitely would not be supportive of me, like wanting to be with my friends. Like he oh, always wanted no. to be with me. And so I think that also didn't get through to me, but it also made me feel like, yeah, we're a team and it's you and me. Kind of reminds of. me was of he like isolating every song. You? Yeah. <laughs> so many songs are like, I was thinking, I don't care what they say. Yeah. I'm in love with you. You know, that's get exactly. this girl a record deal. <laughs> Molly, we got a Molly, studio we need in to, here. We got that's our managers here. We got it's like it's happening. But it's weird. We are kind of like conditioned to be like, once you find the love of your life, you do anything to fight for that love. Exactly. Like, what does that even mean? Unless mm-hmm. they're a complete dick. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then we're not. So then what? So then my best friend sat me down and she was like, For your safety, she was very concerned because, again, it's like we don't know anything about this man and he wants to take me on these vacations. Did you go on any trips with him? So luckily, no, because we didn't even get that far. We dated. What happened? Okay, Yeah, we dated for like a month and a half, a little less than two months. And I had come to him and I because my best friend begged me. She said, please just ask him about his social media. I like I just need like you to bring like, up why the conversation isn't he online. Yeah, basically. she we just need needed answers. answers. And I was like, let it whatever, like short, like to make you happy. And she did seem really concerned. And I <laughs> like, okay, didn't want to stress thanks. her out anymore. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's not fair. So I go to him and I say, hey, like, just kind of weird. Like my friends can't find you on social media. I can't even believe like the excuses that come out of his mouth. What did he say? He's like, well, for my kind of job, you don't really need LinkedIn because and then he named some like coding platform. And he's like, I have I don't even have that because like 
they just know me. Like he was kind of saying, sorry, what? Yeah, he was kind of saying, I'm so good that like I don't need and anything. he barely needs to work too because apparently he's with you all the time and not. Oh, yeah. Working. He would literally say that he would like take an Adderall and stay up all night just to like have the whole day off with me the next day because I worked retail at the time. So I had random days off. And so just to be with me, he would. This is what he told me, would just spend all night working just to be able to spend time with me the next day. I that sounds a hundred percent bogus. Like, did you ever believe him? Or you you probably wanted to. Yeah, of course. Wait, so you he says he doesn't have LinkedIn, he doesn't have this the professional stuff, but you're Mm -hmm. did you press at all? Like you're not you don't exist. You are off the grid. Like, why are you off the grid? Did he like I was like, Yeah, there's just like nothing there. And he's like So this is also kind of goes back into this background on him of like not trusting the Internet. And that was also a big part of like his personality because he's a coder. So he's like, well, I just kind of took myself off the Internet. I wouldn't trust the Internet if I was trying to hide something, too. I'd be like, no, we do not trust the Internet. That's true. Mm -hmm. Wait, how do you. So P.I. perspective, is it easy to wipe yourself from the internet no how do you do that no he's like i'm a coder can you code the internet listen i'm not saying it's not possible because it's possible like right like if you got the right three letters behind your name or whatever right Mm. but it's you don't just wipe yourself off the internet like you can't just you can't stop other people from posting things you don't have access like you can't that's not that's not something that's real you guys don't ever believe that stop it yeah don't Maybe believe we, it. <laughs> like, unless this person's like deep, deep, like CIA operative or mm-hmm. whatever, like something outrageous. Also, when I was talking to him about no online presence, he he was in this one YouTube video and it was like a social experiment. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen like those kinds of videos where it's like these groups of people and like one person is like the odd one out and they're trying to like guess who it is. Yeah. And yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. BuzzFeed style. Kind of like BuzzFeed. Silly. Yeah. Like truth or drink, like those kinds of videos. So okay. it's kind of like that. And it went like pretty viral, this video that he was in. And it was on his Bumble profile also. Like he wasn't shy about. Oh, so he. OK, so he made verifies it. Yeah. Him. Okay. And it was also part of the reason why I was like, well, yeah, he's his Instagram doesn't have his name or anything, but he's also like online like he's on this YouTube video. But again, my best friend was so good at putting in the work. An armchair sleuth. Yes, exactly. (laughs) To really find this guy. And in this video, in the description, they name every single person in the video but him. <gasps> what? He's the only person not in the description. He's the only one not credited in this video. So is his, do we not know his real name? Like, I'm wondering if there's another name on that list or is he exactly. just not on it? Yeah, hindsight, of course. Then it so became you, like, you, who is this person? To this who? day, do you even know if that was his real name that he gave you? I have no idea. You never saw like an ID or anything? No, <gasps> nothing. And like, it's not like what? his name is anywhere on the internet. Yeah. Not even on that video that his whole body face wow. is in. Did you ask about the YouTube video? Yeah. So when I was asking him about all this like social media stuff, I said to him, I said, okay, well, also on top of everything, like the video that you're in, the video that we've talked about before, like your name's not in it. And this is when he gives me the craziest excuse. What did he say? He literally said, well, the girl that I'm flirting with in the video, because he's flirting with this girl in the video. She got- And he puts it on his Bumble profile? No, right. Lame. She okay. got a lot of hate because she 
it was about sex, the video, and she was very like out words about like how sex positive she was. And she was also young. So a lot of people were definitely going off about her in the comments. And his whole thing was, well, I, you know, supported her so much that I got into this like lawsuit with the YouTube company to get the video taken down. And that's why I'm not credited. What? That he like stood up for her and like wanted to end the abuse online that she was getting. Okay. Uh, okay, is right. Uh, I was like, that's crazy. It was like an insane thing, but I, of course, he was so believable to me because he just had so many details. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was so outrageous that I was like, no way this isn't true. Cause it's like, this is so crazy. And How can someone make you. this up? So he's saying, I was just supporting this woman who was like, yeah. right. You're, you yeah. can obviously empathize and support that. Exactly. Of course, that made him look like a hero to me because I'm like, yeah, you support women, even the woman that you're flirting with. Yeah. <laughs> crazy this guy lives in mm-hmm. his dad's freaking pool house like what so did you ever meet the dad by the way i did so i did the dad say don't believe my son he's full of baloney it was like he didn't even introduce me to the dad it was like the dad was ex- like he talking to a neighbor and simon was just walking me to my car I was like oh yeah this is my girlfriend he didn't say hey dad this is my no my lady. he like, didn't even do that i was like hi like i said hi fucking simon fucking simon <laughs> i know so rude it's it was so weird but he also had this whole thing of like hating everyone in his family well i was gonna say i'm sure he had an excuse where he's like well my dad is like a piece of shit and i don't want you to have to go through that you hate Mm -hmm. him so much that he's living in the main part of the house that you own while you're living in the greenhouse with the weed got it right he lets his dad live at that house oh does he yeah exactly how he put it so yeah saint simon Uh, Yeah, so I don't really meet the dad. He says, like, just nothing nice about his mom who lives far away and, like, siblings and all of that. Like, the whole world is kind of against him. We've talked about that. That's been a red flag that comes up every week. It's tricky because you don't choose your family. And there are definitely times where you are like, yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. like, but I it's an easy way to mm-hmm. isolate your relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm not close with my family and your friends also suck. Just so you know, like so that's what he, he was telling you. Was he defensive or was he like, oh, I can totally explain that. Like, it's fine. He had like an excuse for everything. So what happened after the whole talk about the friends not finding him? Was he angry that they were like looking for him? He definitely was annoyed. Okay. Completely. He always seemed annoyed about my friends wanting to protect me. Well, yeah, he was annoyed that you were talking to anyone that wasn't him. Mm-hmm. So after this whole talk, which I am eating up, by the way, like I know now in hindsight, it all sounds kind of ridiculous. But I left that talk feeling like, okay, I have the answers I came here to get. But then right after that combo, he kind of goes off the grid. He tells me that his something happened with his mom and he needs. So his mom, he said, had like mental health problems. So something happened with his mom. And so he needs to go be with her. The one that he hates. Yes. Okay. That he he hates because he's taking care of her. He's taking care of everyone. Like he's always putting himself as this like he's a saint he's a saint yeah Yeah. and he's just helping everyone Mm -hmm. and so i was like okay no problem babe like i hope everything is fine and a few days later i get this i get an instagram dm from him and he says hey so my work doesn't want us to be remote anymore and um i'm gonna have to move to san francisco (laughs) 
And conveniently, DM. conveniently, <laughs> this is so convenient, Simon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so and you also the fact that you like didn't really talk. He made an excuse not to talk, and then he's like, "I'm moving." Who was so? What happened? Did you go like? Yeah. Else did you so he did he break up or he just right? So I at this point was like so obsessed with him. I was in it. So I was so sad about this like finding this out. Yeah. And I believed every bit of it. I was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. And he also knew that my ex-boyfriend before him had moved away. <laughs> oh, And no. that's how we broke up was me and the older guy that I dated. So he, oh, mm-hmm. no. So he used the same exact excuse. <gasps> yeah. As my last relationship. What a stick. Okay. Yeah. So then what happened? So then I'm like, can we talk about this? Like, I know this is really upsetting for you, but like, what about me and you? Like, what's going to happen? And so basically he comes over and he's like, yeah, I'm leaving at the end of the year. And I just think it would be easier if it ends now. And he seemed so like detached. Like he went from being, you know, obsessed to being like, well, this is just like how it has to be. Like, this is just what has to happen. So he, did you know at that point, like, did it feel like he was making an excuse or did, were you still like, no, this is sad? It felt very real in the moment to yeah, me. Like, sure. I think he had painted this like whole world so well. And Ugh. he had just excuses for every single thing that I asked him. So as soon as you tell him, my friends can't find you online. We don't, we're, he knows that the jig is he's up. Like, oh, mm-hmm. And I he's know. like, oh, gotta go. Like, I'm moving. Yeah. It was like he knew that people care about this person that and I'm are dating looking. and are looking at me and paying attention. Okay. So then what? So, so then, then what he breaks up with that? you. Yeah. I mean, okay. So asshole. yeah, he's moving away because so. you're on to him. I was on to him. I asked him about what did, did you ask him what's going to happen to the weed? <laughs> <laughs> Is dad going to keep watering the weed? I literally thought about that. Like, and he was like, I'm so care? stressed out about my business Ugh. and like his weed all, business. Exactly. Yeah. His weed business. And I'm like, well, what about me? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you were just so obsessed with me five minutes ago. And now you're like, not even. Yeah. You just want to get out of here. So. I was really taken aback, obviously. We broke up and it wasn't until like four months later, I get another DM in my Instagram. Wait, DMs. so y'all break up because he's moving away and mm-hmm. that was it? Like you didn't talk again? You didn't talk. That? No, I mean, I, I, we definitely talked a little bit because I was like, why are we breaking up? Like we can still like be the together until you yeah, not okay. that far. Yeah. So then four, so then you kind of like drifted off a little bit. Yeah. You talking as much. And, and then like, what happened after four months? So then after four months, he DM'd me again out of nowhere. And he goes like, hey, I'm back in town. What? Yeah. Careful. Don't fall off the couch. <laughs> like okay. why does he? Wh- it, wh- it, okay. He's trying to hook up. Yes. Yeah. He said, I'm back in town for the holidays. And may I add that it is like January 14th. <laughs> <laughs> He's so like, Happy Mar- New Year. I'm here for Martin Luther King Martin Jr. Luther Day. <laughs> what he had originally told me was that I'm going to move at the end of the year. So like December, January, and then like I'm going to live there and that'll be it. And run Google because I'm the greatest <laughs> coder that's ever come through these doors. He's the next CEO. because He he's is the Google coder. machine. Because he can wipe himself from the Internet. So yeah, he's amazing. Clearly. He's great. He's so, so talented. And so, <laughs> yeah, so he messages me and I'm like, well, 
aren't didn't you just move like how is your move like what's and why is he already back two weeks later yeah i just am like what is happening and he is like well yeah i actually because we broke up i actually ended up moving earlier and so i've been there for a little bit (laughs) yeah and so i'm like okay we start talking more he's trying to see me he's trying to be with me but i'm like no good I don't think so because at that point too I had started thinking about all of the things that happened in this relationship and I was like that, that was track. kind of insane <laughs> yeah yeah once like I was away from him it was like I yes. could see clearer yeah. yes I I didn't have him in my head being like I was so beautiful I want to take everything. you away yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and having all these excuses for every single thing were your friends like Oh, you are having a breakup? <laughs> We're so sorry. Like, it's yeah. so funny when a friend leaves somebody bad and you're like, I am validating their feelings. Yes. I'm but also they're them, stupid. But I'm having no. a party behind <laughs> the scenes. Yeah. And I definitely like went back to my friends and I was like, I'm sorry that oh. I had put you guys through this. Did he, was he experience. okay with you being like, no? So, no, because he would push it. And then while we're talking on Instagram DM, I get all these notifications that go, this message was unsent. This <gasps> message was unsent. Because Instagram started this new feature unsending. where you can unsend messages. Yeah, yeah. I start scrolling to like later in our messages. <gasps> he is taking every single thing he's ever said to me away. It looks like I am straight up just talking to myself for months. <gasps> like every what? single thing he's ever messaged me is gone. Also worth noting that you... Can you do that on? Uh, oh, he has an Android anyway. But like, you mm-hmm. can do that on Instagram. You can't, you can't do that on text. Exactly. So he just unsent everything. Everything. To which then I'm like, hey, like, why are you erasing all of our messages? And he's like, it's too painful. <laughs> what did he say? He said, well, I don't want Zuckerberg to have all my info. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? It's that, just our info. conversation. Yeah, it's probably just memes. He's like, I'm doing this with everyone. This is this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, isn't it pretty easy to like, I guess you have to maybe. He's trying to hide from someone. Mm-hmm. He's trying to hide his info from someone. Yeah, like absolutely. His, mm-hmm. So what happened after that? Like, what, how did that conversation like end or whatever? So it kind of ended with like, I don't really think like we should see each other. No, definitely. No, but when I knew that he was available, that stayed in my mind a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like... And he came back. They always come back. He came back. Like, and he's no. persistent, as we know. He wanted us to be boyfriend and girlfriend after, like, three dates. So, like, he's a... Cons- like, he... Not consistent. Persistent. Persistent, yeah. He's a persistent man. And so I knew this, and I would, you know, message him whenever I felt, like, a little lonely or bored or... Any of that. Just kind of like... So many of us can relate. Talk to him. Yeah. It's so much easier to do that than build something new with someone else. It's so much energy to build something new. And when you're in a place where, like, you don't want to build a serious relationship, you still want that validation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. so normal. And I will add to, like, I also at this time was trying to figure out my sexuality because I, like, knew I liked girls. And so that was also, like, on my mind and... I think that really helped me step away from him because 
it was like this bigger thing I had to focus on. Now you, the four month later thing, he comes back into your life. You're yeah. a little bit further on that journey. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So mm-hmm. then what happened? Distanced. And I think also I start thinking about all of the crazy things that he has done. And yes, so 100%. I definitely have that in the back of my mind. I'm like, he's crazy, but like maybe I'll talk to him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's still good sex. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, eventually, month. this was like months later, I am like, okay, fine, like, let's meet up. Because I was at a point where I was like, I just kind of am horny and I want to like hook up with him because it was great sex. Yeah. So, and that's like what I remember the most about him at that point. I'm like, la di da, I can't remember all of the horrible things. And so I end up, then again, my femme tuition is like going off. One, the minute I send the text saying like, sure, I'll see you again. You're like, E-e-e. I'm like, no. Nope. The Jaws theme song kind of plays. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just like a pit in my stomach. And so I tell him, actually, no, like I can't see you. The whole thing happened again, which ha- what happened like when I said no to him that time with my parents. He freaks out on me. He's like, I literally like napped all day to like have energy to see you tonight. <laughs> Like toddlers don't know nap how all tired I am. <laughs> Saint Simon mm-hmm. took his nap and now he's cranky. And then he's pissed because then you didn't want to see him. Mm-hmm. So then what happened? So then I was like, okay, well, this is exactly the reason why I can't see you. And so he was like, never talk to me again. And I was like, okay. All right, bet. And that was the end. That was the end. The whole thing. So you, crazy. he said, never talk to me again. And you're like, all right, peace. Yeah, and then like a month ago, he follows me on Instagram. Like literally in recent time. Can we block? Oh yeah, he's blocked. Now. Okay, thank God. But I was like, I don't know what he was trying to do. I didn't follow him back, but he he's he was trying to get back in there again. Wait, we we need to investigate this exactly. guy. Like now I want to know because was he in the military? Name. Did he have kids? What was his deal with the house? Yeah, what wait, was the it? Kids. I want to know kids. all the things. Did he I ever know... visit his children? When yeah, he the, I want to know who the baby mama was. Like I want to know more about this guy. I want to know all the things. Can we investigate? I. I think I'm going to talk to Molly. Molly's our beautiful producer, by the way, which sometimes you'll see on our stories on the Instagram. But <laughs> I think I want to get some. I think I want to get some. Some some details. details. Yeah, let's just say we're going to investigate and we'll have you back on to go over what we find. Like we're gonna- Yeah, we're 100% we're going to investigate. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Especially since this is such an important story to the dating detectives and there's still a lot. Let's go over what we don't know. So we don't know if his jobs and colleges were mm-hmm. there. So he said he went to three different colleges. Mm-hmm. So we need to find out what's true and what isn't, right? So mm-hmm. the colleges... Mm-hmm. Did wait, is he a coder for Google? Honestly, I feel like we probably have listeners who work in higher education. Dude, we can do okay. Yes, if you are listening, we need to know if you or if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who can verify these facts. I want to know what happens to your weed when you move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, two the houses. What's the deal with the house? Yeah, we need to find out. So he said he owns the house. I can, yes. that's easy. I can find that out for sure. Yeah, like okay. that's. And did he, does he have a car or anything? Like, what Yeah, is, he had a car. He Oh, okay. So I'll find out the car. I'll find yeah. out the house. Like we can find out literally. I just so am much. curious about his name because I have a feeling that his name is different. Yeah, I, because he's nowhere to be found on the internet. Yeah, we're, well, he's met the dating detectives. Bless his heart. Yeah, I'm sorry, so man. excited to find out. If anybody else has any questions based on this before we 
dive Do into the investigation. Come, go, on our, go on our Instagram. We need to know what questions you guys have and we'll try to find the answers. And then we are going to have Erica back to find out, like to kind of talk more about Simon and what we find or don't find. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Because <laughs> it's been now years it's like, in the making. Now it's not even a matter of like, oh, should she continue to see him? Now it's a matter of who the hell is who this guy? Who was this person that yeah. I dated and talked to? Well, but you're completely over him, right? Oh, yeah. So at this point, we're just curious. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's hard to move on when there's so much that you're like, was this a lie? Like all of the trust that it must have been so hard to build that again if anybody is like going through something similar where they're like "Mm, is this person a coder for good like do you know (laughs) what I mean yeah now that I'm 25 at that time I was 23 and had again my first relationship was with this older man and so I just had no idea that I could even like have a say in a relationship that I could even stand up for myself and I think that is looking back now, there's so many more questions I would have asked. Well, two years also is a really long time especially to learn, especially to when you're, mm-hmm. yeah, especially when you're in your 20s. That's still a lot and of COVID, learning. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot of changes. So I can't wait to have you back and talk about like what we discover I about Simon. Simon. <laughs> and also Simon Sha- doesn't say everybody. Find your people, your friends who are there for you, your family who's there for you. We always need our, we are not meant to be independent. So if anyone's trying to make you live without your community, Mm -hmm. reddest of red flags. If I didn't have my friends like looking out for me, I wouldn't be where I am now and it wouldn't have gone that way. Who's to say? They risked me being mad at them for my own safety. And I really think that's like the most amazing thing they've done for me. That's love. When it's like the hard truths, those are the people that you keep around, the ones Mm -hmm. who will be like, I'm doing this because I love you. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. You guys also just keep in mind that Erica is the like reason for this podcast. This was the story (laughs) that kind of started it all. And Simon was right that you are stunning. Oh, thank you. So thank you, Simon. Yeah, that's the only thing you did right. Hmm. Good taste. (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys. This has been awesome. I love you. We can hug you because we're all in person. Okay, Hannah. What do you think? <laughs> First of all, I love Erica. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Like, I, what is... Well, what's interesting to me is, like, I feel like she knows in her bones something ain't right. Like, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, her... Like, where she is now is... She's in such a, a, a better place. That sounds weird to say. She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she's able to look at it from the right perspective of being like yeah this is how he did this to me but also I see now that oh my god but also I want to know like I need to know what was I need to know what was true what was a lie like we sometimes we need that closure just like as humans right like we need to know like for me I don't even care what the outcome is as long as I know it like it can be totally devastating to me but as long as I know then it's like okay fine then I can find peace with it yeah okay so now the next step is that Mackenzie is gonna get some answers or try to get some answers we might have an episode in between before we can get it back to you. It depends you on how long do. it takes because it's this one's going to be hard. Well, can I ask you whatever yeah. you can share? Like, what 
what do you do now? Like, what are so your PIs? Do you, you want to know? Like, this is so profound. The very first thing that I always do is Google.com. Amen. <laughs> like, literally, that's what I feel like we should all start. And everybody thinks that their answers are going to be like right on the first page. You guys, sometimes you I will dig. scroll until page like 327 on the Google. Oh my God. So, but this guy, like, quote unquote, wiped himself from Google because yeah. he's a coder for Google. Right. Okay, sure. Oh right. my God, okay. I can't. Yeah. So, so the Google machine is my friend, but we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see what I find, and then maybe if you still want to know like how I found some stuff, maybe depending I on do. What I do. Okay, so <laughs> keep track of your steps because we're gonna ask you all the PI details that we can get. Our okay, because I know you can't tell me everything, which I respect. <laughs> But I don't like. I know. It's like a magician. I'm you, like, well, I get it, but I wish you could tell me. You don't know how hard it is sometimes because you just want to spill all your guts, but you can't. It's fine. This guy, the gun by the bed, like, just without mentioning it. If I went home with somebody and I just looked over and I was like, hmm. Like, I, I would be so nervous. I know it's like, depends on where you are, but it sounded like he was like... No, yeah, no, it's, either, this, so it's either this guy is a serial killer or he's just an avid gun collector. It's fine. And right, like, but how do you like know the difference? Like, I would be scared. Like, I'd like be like, to... is he trying to like tell me something that he's going to shoot he's me? Like, like, just what so you know. <gasps> There's <laughs> and here's my. It's like it's passive aggressive. I'm not sure. Anyway, so, so make sure you listen for that follow up episode because I'm really excited to good luck to dive in. <laughs> Thank you. I have faith in you. Um, and Hannah's not gonna know until you guys do. So I like know, we're I... gonna the next time I'm gonna tell Hannah is gonna I'm gonna find out everything I can and then I'll share it with you and because I want to get your genuine reaction when our audience gets. <laughs> Man, <laughs> well, send us what you think about the story. You can DM us, Dating Detectives Podcast, on Instagram, TikTok, all the Facebook, all the yeah, things. Yeah, ask what questions that you have. Like, what, like, be a sleuth and figure oh, yeah, out, like, suspicious. what do you think? Yeah, what are your, your thoughts? And tell us. And make sure that you share the podcast with a friend and ask them, too, because we, we need all the opinions and all, like, just... Yeah, tell us all the things. And feel free to I'm rate, dying to know. This five is, stars. You guys, this is so fun because, like, the, I never get to, like, I don't know. I just turn my cases in and go home. Like, this is the no, first we're time invested. I actually, <laughs> This is the first time I actually get to, like, kind of talk about it a little bit. So this is kind of neato Cheeto for me, so. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm glad she's out of it, but I'm excited, too. Oh, and make sure that you subscribe for the Patreon. You guys, it's only $5 a month, and you get two bonus episodes every single month. You can connect with us, and there's, like, message boards and forums, and we really, really love to stay connected. And we do live events. We go live with you, and you can talk to us live on virtual live events. Yeah, the live events are always so fun because it's just kind of, and it's so informal and we just try to have fun with it and just connect on a very personal level. There's nothing, there's no like schedule or outline. We just kind of talk. Just hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, and you can you can come on and chat with us and share your stories with us or whatever. We, we absolutely love it. It's like a group of friends just kind of hanging out and it's the coolest thing ever. So I think that's one thing that I love about our podcast is that it is kind of really laid back and there's no scripts. Like we just kind of say what we want. Like and everything is just kind of, Hey, share all the guests <laughs> coming on, telling us stories. We don't know the stories. Like we are just learning and hearing it with you and processing it with you, which is nice. Cause everybody that listens to us, I mean, I haven't met a dating detective fan that I didn't like an armchair sleuth. I didn't like yeah, everybody's same. so cool. And this, this story is special to us because 
of it's, it's our the, origin story. It's, yeah, it's the origin story. So it's kind of cool. So we're going to nail um, this guy. And also, if you have your own stories, make sure you email us investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. Um, also, follow us on the socials at datingdetectivespodcast on Instagram and TikTok. And please and share Facebook. with a friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, on Facebook, too. You guys, we had a video that went viral, like over a million views. And that was so fun. Like, I love the thank engagement. You. So thank you for sharing that and watching um, those videos. So it's over on the Book of Faces and the Tiki Talk and the Instagram. The Clock app and the, the Gritty, <laughs> the Graham Cracker. And <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, make sure you share and go subscribe to the Patreon. You can just go to the Dating Detective podcast.com and do all the things there and listen to all the episodes so and trust your goddamn fem tuition that's the last thing on your to-do list everybody please honestly do it you deserve to take